Hey everybody, it's Adam, live and in person for you. Hey everybody, it's Adam, wonder who he'll interview, call me Adam.com. Hey everyone, it's Adam, and I am so excited to be back in the closet where I conduct all of my podcast and video interviews. Today, I am so excited to speak with actress Esta Terblanche, who is known for her roles on All My Children, Spin City, and hosting the South African youth program, KTV. Esta became a household name on the first primetime daily soap opera ever in South Africa, Egoli, Place of Gold. And for those of you who don't know me, my name is Adam Rothenberg, and for the past 14 years, I have conducted over 1,500 interviews where my guests have pulled back the curtain to reveal the secrets of their lives and career. So without further ado, please welcome Esther to Blanche. Hi, Esther. Hi, Adam. Thank you so much. It's so great to be on your show in the closet. I thank love that. Thank you. Thank you. I am so excited to have you on the show. Yes, thank you. So we have to start with all my children because... I was a fan of the show. I started watching the show in around 2001, which um, I did get to see part of your storyline as Jillian, your huge love story with Ryan Lavery, played by Cameron yes. Matheson. Yes. yes, yes. That was one of my favorite storylines, absolutely. So what was it like for you to to be on the show I mean your storyline was like one of the most popular daytime storylines going on at the time um when you think back what what emotions or what comes to mind for you it was just really magical it was just wonderful it was great um it was fun. Um, it I enjoyed going to work. It, it was so much fun working with Cameron. Um, we were really good friends. We became friends. Like we we would sit and talk in the in the dressing rooms about stuff and yeah we were just you know he be, he became like one of my best friends and i'm glad for that because i think that helped the storyline it's difficult it's really hard when you don't get along with with your co-actor and then to if you don't get along to fake all these emotions um, that's difficult. So it, it made it a lot easier when you have this foundation of a strong friendship and trust and understanding. So he made it, he made it easy. That is so nice. And I can say as a viewer watching it, I would, I mean, the chemistry that you and he had on screen was, it was like you said, magical. And now to hear that you were such good friends throughout filming, it totally makes sense why it looked so natural. It looked effortless. And 
um the the way that you that you interacted i love now hearing how natural that was for both of you maybe it looked like that because it it was like that it felt like that it it just was it just was with the flow it was just there it was just a beautiful thing <laughs> now when you auditioned for all my children did you screen test with him at all do they do screen tests for soap no, opera I didn't screen test with Cameron he he wasn't on the show yet so they brought him on the show I think I started in August and then he started in January so it was about four months after I started Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. I want to tell you a personal behind-the-curtain story that I may not have fully shared here. For the past two years, I have been part of an amazing community built for and by entrepreneurs called My Sexy Business. We have a wonderful weekly live streaming show called GME. Good morning, entrepreneurs. As an associate producer and roving reporter, I can easily say this show is for you, the entrepreneur who is in search of community and getting your questions answered. Our co-hosts and roving reporters share life experiences that will hopefully make you feel less alone on your entrepreneurial journey. We'd love for you to join us every Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at MySexyBusiness.com. And now we're back. You, since you were on the show four months before Cameron came on, you're already, yeah. you know, making friends with the other cast members. You have, you know, you have your routine with them. How how was it when when Cameron, like those first few days, did you are you the kind of person that would, you know, reach out to him and and welcome him in and and make sure he's comfortable? You know, how does it work? on a on a soap opera because I know it's fast and furious with like rehearsals and everything I it was a little awkward I here was this new guy and I knew okay we're gonna have all these scenes and I was getting scripts ahead of time and I knew we were gonna have all these love scenes and I'm I, I'm just I just met this guy and um I felt a bit awkward thinking this has to happen and man I was so wrong he was so nice um yeah he he was um he was just very nice I was very nice to him of course and you know I asked him if we can run lines if he would mind and just just yeah I was just kind of like a friend to him showed him around and Ask him, you know, we can run lines if you want to. And I, I just kind of tried to make him feel comfortable. But I was still new as well. So I was also fairly new, which in a way was good. We were both kind of new. So that was good. Yeah. You, you were both kind of learning the ropes together. Together, yes. Yeah. yeah. And how is it, because I, I've heard from other soap soap actors you you get a lot of lines for you to rehearse so how do you when when you're in rehearsal mode for that how do you sort of 
keep your energy up? How do you stay focused? Yeah, that that's that's a lot. Um, I remember one time I counted the pages and I had 60 pages. And I thought, I don't know how I'm going to do that. And it's not like you you have a week before to learn them because every day you have all these pages that you have to memorize. So it's a it's a constant every single day. And it was really difficult. And I I didn't have anybody that I could really run and practice the lines with. That would have helped a lot. Uh, so it's it's it, I would get on the treadmill actually, and I would just be on the treadmill and um, learn my lines like that. That really helped me because I I was active, and it it kind of kept my brain going, and I, that's how I would study my lines is on the treadmill, like an hour on the treadmill, like lots lots of time on the treadmill I spent learning my lines but yeah that is a that was difficult for me and especially just coming from South Africa working in a second language Afrikaans is my first language so it was a bit difficult I have to say but and I have to thank Cameron for that for for helping me with that because a lot of times I would get confused or I would um, say the wrong keywords or I would say even the wrong line and he was just brilliant at not then stopping the scene and saying oh she messed up she said the wrong thing he would just pick it up right there and he had my back always he was he was smart like that and I had tremendous trust working with him because I knew no matter what I do no matter what I did he is so smart he would always pick it up and just somehow go back to where we were and then I would pick it right up and so he he he, he always had my back and that made our working relationship truly special and nobody knew about that of course except of course the directors and the producers and you know the the people in the booth those people but like the audience they didn't know about it but that like i owe him so much for that because he was he constantly helped me out in situations like that where i would get the the lines wrong at different times and yeah he would just go with it and sometimes it worked even better. Yeah. It's so nice. Yeah. Sometimes it unexpected things would happen or um yeah, I think maybe maybe that's what made it so good because a lot of times it kind of kept us on our toes because who knew what was gonna come out of my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never knew. <laughs> There, um, there's actually a, a compilation on YouTube. I don't know if you've seen it where it is a, a different scene every time of, of you saying like the wrong, um, it's like, a, like a saying, and then you say the, the like the wrong punchline for the saying, oh, and somebody correcting you. you. You know how that started was 
because the the writers could watch us on the on the floor rehearsing and i would constantly say the wrong things in in real life <laughs> i would get it wrong i would always mess it up say the wrong things and uh they were always making fun of me and then i guess the writers thought yeah oh that's funny and i always felt like an idiot like and then they started to write it so yeah that's how it happened so it was because something that was happening like naturally and then they leaned into it because they found it humorous so they played on it more see there you go just like that that's how it happened in the moment how did that make you feel but now looking back on it do you feel any differently about it you know hey if my mistakes can be written into a storyline then great i'm all for it i think that's a great attitude to have yes yes definitely yeah was there was there a storyline with jillian that you felt was just like what was the most ridiculous storyline you felt you had <laughs> i mean one time i had to go over to to tad and i i had to just it's it's not that it was ridiculous but it was just a funny scene and i had to tell him oh i'm this i'm that and and i've got style i've got class i've got this and that so you know i'm perfect for the job here i am hire me and that was such a cool scene to do and and another time i had to do the weather i was the weather girl and i was reading doing the weather in a in a yellow uh raincoat and an umbrella and i'm like dancing with the umbrella and i'm like good news pine valleyites the big bad rainstorm is over and i'm like ripping my my raincoat open and i'm throwing it off and i don't think that was written into the scene and in the moment it just came over me like i'm going to do that and i'm going to like dance dance to it 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 was just like i'm going to it's written she just stands there and say good news pine valley eye the big bad rainstorm is over and then suddenly i'm like good news pine valley eye so i start jumping and ripping my raincoat open throwing it off dancing there in my bathing suit i i remember marcy walker i was doing the scene with her and cameron they were just stunned and they they had shots on them because they didn't expect that and it was classic kind of because again i didn't know i was going to do that that is the thing also i never really know what i'm going to do i kind of surprised myself <laughs> oh my god i love that and i and they do have that clip uh, i've seen that clip on youtube of you in the raincoat and then taking it off and you you're in your bathing suit and they look i mean Marcy just looked like, oh my gosh, so that stunned. That action was very real yeah. because I, that was not planned. Yeah, that was not planned. And how do you feel Jillian helped, helped people or helped other women in, whether it's in your portrayal of her or how do you feel she empowered women? 
I mean, I would hope that she started out a very tough girl and, you know, she's about the money and the guys and the men. And then it changed. She changed. Like she, it was no longer about money. It was about heart and love and her loving Ryan. And, and that, that is what ultimately matters. All the other stuff, it doesn't matter. It doesn't bring you joy. It doesn't bring you happiness. It, it matters to survive, but to, to bring you joy and happiness. And ultimately those are the things that truly matter in life. That, that is what gives you a quality of life. That is the stuff that matters. Love really truly loving someone and i i think that is what changed how jillian changed and her essence and i'm very glad and grateful for that change and that shift that happened that is and i hope i really hope if 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 i had any effect or any impact on women, I hope that they were able to see that is more important because I, as me, definitely view that as more important. That is beautiful. That is very well said. Thank you. You're welcome. And how do you feel, because you were on you were on the soap opera in South Africa, the first primetime daily soap opera. Yeah. Can, what was it like filming in South Africa and then coming to the States <laughs> and being on All My Children? What were some of the differences in the soap opera world? Um, uh, I was very grateful for the soap I did in South Africa because our creator there came to America to study how soaps were done. So he really based the whole formula and the whole model on the way it was done in America. So it was very similar, uh, extremely similar, almost identical. So I was very comfortable with it and it, it felt very almost the same. The only difference was now I'm working in a different language and it was an hour show. So it was double the work daily and um, just more impressive as far as bigger scale, um, more cameras and, you know, a bigger budget. But I, I have to congratulate South Africa on a phenomenal job they did. I mean, it was spectacular what they did. And I'm so proud of uh, Franz Marx, what he did and how they made the first soap ever, ever in the country, South Africa, and how well it did. So that's fantastic when you were when you were also like in the rehearsal how did you guard your time because you have to dedicate a certain amount of time to rehearsal so how did you if, if like if you had a friend in South Africa that said hey let's go out for dinner 
how would you how would you manage how much time you could give to other people or other projects? It was very, very tough. I had almost no social life. Uh, I because you couldn't you you had to be so focused on work you would work i mean sometimes we would work until three in the morning and then you have to be back on set at seven but most of the time we'd be done by five six seven and then you just are first of all you're too exhausted and then you have to go home and learn all the lines so you just you become very uh, private, very, you just don't um, have much time to socialize. So you just really, it's kind of sad, but you have to, you don't have a choice. And then over the weekends, you that's when you have to make the time, but then it's also the time where you have to catch up on everything else, do the shopping, the groceries, the, all of that. But that's basically when you get to do what you need to do. And how did you deal with the the isolation? Like like some people I know when they have to they spend so much time working, you know, some people may not do as well with that. How did you keep your your spirits up and and, you know, just keep moving forward, knowing that what you were doing was was helping you in your career? Yes, and I, I would make sure I spend quality time with my family in South Africa often, and I um, would connect with nature and just do things that makes me happy. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. And somebody else you've worked with who I'm a huge fan of is Michael J. Fox on Spin City. Yes. What was that like? Oh, it was it was wonderful. It was um, it was just when he got uh, diagnosed, you know, with his Parkinson's. But he was very kind. He was very, very nice, very lovely. He was just lovely. Yes. And what do you feel like you learned from working with him? He just stayed so positive, regardless of what was going on with him and his health and he just you know he tried so hard I, I I remember like when we shook hands and then he would immediately have to put his hands back in his pockets because it was shaking too much and I thought wow you're working here you're here on set you're just going on regardless of this and I'm so proud of you. Uh, like, well, good for you, Michael. That's you know? that's wonderful to be able to persevere like that. Yes, and and like he was just trying to hide it from everybody, and he was just strong. And but he was struggling. He was it was not easy. And I'm thinking, standing there by myself, thinking, "You go, Michael." I'm proud of you. Like, wow, that's great. Uh, I was like saluting him from the side, thinking, "Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna be fine. You're gonna, 
you're going to get through this. Yes. And what do you, what do you look for in a role? Like what, what draws you to a certain project? I think um, something that, that challenges me that um, goes into deep emotions one way or the other. That's a bit extreme, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, something, somebody who's maybe a bit different. Yeah. Those are good things to look for in a role. Yeah. yeah. And what would you, what advice would you give to somebody who either wanted to, who wanted, well, first we'll start with what advice would you give to somebody who wanted to become an actress? I think you have to be certain that you really want to do it. Like that is the thing you really, really want to do with your whole heart and soul and nothing else. Um, you got to be completely convinced. And then if that is the thing you want to do, then just don't give up and just go for it. And do not give up. Just do it. I think that's great advice. And what would you say has been your biggest struggle um, as an actress? I think the biggest struggle would be to keep going and be positive when you're getting rejected and not getting auditions and then to keep going. That's hard. And I know we have to wrap up soon. Um, so I'll just ask a few um, fun questions to sort of wrap things up. So one thing I like to ask is if you could be any flavor lifesaver, which <laughs> flavor would you be? Jerry. <laughs> cherry. Love it. I love cherry lifesavers. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Me too. And if you could have any superpower, what superpower would you have? I think to heal people. Ooh, I love that. And um, my last question, I, I always like ending my, my interviews this way. If you could, if you could bear it all and reveal something about yourself that you haven't told previously, mm. what would you share with me today? Um, that I am seriously addicted to pink berry <laughs> i love that <laughs> oh my gosh yes and what's your favorite pink berry flavor regular 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 very nice yes. where can everybody find you online uh on instagram at estature blanche Perfect. Well, I cannot thank you enough for your time today, Esther. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Adam. It was so great speaking with you and being on your show in the closet. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I had a great time. And yeah. um, everybody watching, connect with Esther on Instagram, follow her, and we can't wait to see what you're going to do next. Thank you. You're welcome.
He'll get the dirt and the scoop and the story For he happens to be in the know Just ask anybody who's had him at all The place for the business of show Call me Adam.com